Vogelsang Pest Management has programs for everyone's budget. Call us at 314-601-1789. Vogelsang Pest Management, serving your family like you're our family. He's putting himself out there. I mean, you know, there's... I know that. Do you think he knows any different? Well... He's got dementia. Look at the situation with athletes, okay? Most athletes, they get to a point where they know their career is over, where they can't play at a competitive level anymore. I mean, there's some of them that, you know, you know, that if they get cut from the Cardinals or if it's in, you know, hockey or something like that. I mean, like, for example, there were guys that were blues players that when we had minor league hockey at the family arena with the uh, Missouri River Otters, uh, there were guys from the blues who were playing on that team. Okay, that's like low, low, low-level hockey, but they still had the love of radio. I mean, the love of hockey. Look at me. I mean, I'm all washed up, you know? I mean, you know, I could get a job you at KMOX We're or, not even going to go there. Or Y98 or any right other now. station, so instead, I'm on this crappy little station, you know? And, and <laughs> again, we go with the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Oh look, six twenty-seven. No, 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 no. We can't go yet. Can't go yet. We got to. We got to. We got to finish this discussion. So, so Kamala Harris is 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 it, and I think that you know. And once again, I heard two or three very very reasoned people talk about this yesterday. They said that, and when you think about it, you know, when you voted for for uh, Donald Trump, or if you didn't vote for Donald Trump, or you know, and and like for example, if you voted for Hillary Clinton in the last election. Okay, tell me who is her vice president was. Can, I have no clue. See, that's Bill? just it. She, I think she made a bad choice because nobody knew. I, well, maybe I, she did that on purpose because, you know, the ego that she has, that she didn't want anybody to overshadow her. So, in other words, she got some guy, I don't remember his name, Tim, whatever his name it was. Tim McVeigh? No, not Tim McVeigh. Uh, anyway. No. Not Tim McBay. She she got some guy that that uh, nobody knew, and you know she ruled the roost. And uh, you know same thing with Trump. Did you vote for? If you voted for Trump, did you vote for Trump for Pence? No, you voted for Trump. And the same thing. If you go back to Barack Obama, you know let's let's go back. You know two elections. Did you vote for Barack Obama? Uh, yeah, you didn't you didn't vote for Joe Biden. You know go back to. Uh, to uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, situation with with uh, with uh, W. Did you vote for W or did you vote for Dick Cheney? No, you voted for W. Well, I think this is going to be. But you always have to have the vice president in the back of your mind. I don't because think... you have to sit there and think Can... if something happens, God forbid, to our president, the vice president is going to take over, and if they are. Um, well, tools. You don't want to sit there and fight for that. You know, vote for that president. Right now, if something happened to Donald Trump and something happened to uh, Mike Pence, it would be Nancy Pelosi president. Would it really? Oh yeah, Speaker of the House. She's the third in line. Is she voted in? No, 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 no. Speaker of the House. Matter of fact, that happened. That the in in I think once in history in our lifetime it happened. At least you're in my lifetime, not some of our younger listeners, but with Nixon because Agnew resigned. You know, he was the vice president. Agnew resigned because he was under investigation. And then uh, before he was impeached, Nixon resigned. So Gerald Ford was the Speaker of the House. And he became the the uh, the, the president because of the fact that the uh, vice president was gone and the president was gone. So therefore, he bumped up two, two notches. So he, he went from the Speaker of the House, uh, which is what is Nancy Pelosi's today, to the president. And I believe, I believe he's like, the history is, that I think that's the first time the Speaker of the House has ever been the president. I believe that's also the, 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 the footnote in history. It's the first time ever that uh, we had a, um, a, what do you call it, an unelected uh, president who had never been elected vice president. Now, and, and, you know, keep in mind that if I'm not mistaken, way, 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 way back when, that the we voted separately for the president and vice president. I'm pretty sure on that, which which is interesting because that's the way it is in the state of Missouri. In the state of Missouri, you vote for the governor and the lieutenant governor. Excuse me, lieutenant governor separately because of the fact that when Jay Nixon was in his office, you had Peter Kinder. Uh, Jay Nixon was Democrat and Peter Kinder was a Republican. If you remember the story, Jay Nixon would never leave the state because of the fact that 
under the state constitution. If he physically leaves the state, the uh, lieutenant governor is in charge. And there were times when if <laughs> Peter Kinder was going to, you know, make decisions, okay, I'm in charge. You know, it's like it's like you know when your mom and dad, when you, you were kids, and your mom and dad, you know, when you're old enough, where you you know they leave you at home for the first time, it's like okay, I get to control everything because I'm the guy. I'm here by myself. Yeah, where's the key to the liquor cabinet? <laughs> right. That's kind of how I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Where's 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 all this stuff that I can't do with mom and dad are here? So anyway. <laughs> uh, and I will never do that again. To this day, I can't drink rum. Uh, but Kamala's parents aren't U.S. citizens, so is she eligible to be president? You know, th- I, God, this is so weird. You know, there's so many things to talk about. And I, and if you, and once again, nowadays, if you go down this, this path, her father is Indian, not like Cherokee, but from the country, India. Her mother is Jamaican. And, you know, once again, it's to the point where I don't understand how, you know, I'm going to be become, you know, be accused of being racial. Why is she, why is she, everybody saying, well, she's, she's going to be our first woman vice president if she's elected. I mean, she's first black woman. I'm going like, no, no, well, why don't, or don't the Indian people feel slighted? Because, you know, she's half Indian, I mean, and half Jamaican. I mean, wouldn't you, wouldn't she say, I'm, I, I'll, you know, she's going to be our first Indian president or she's going to be our first Jamaican president. Get what I'm saying? I do. Well, what's the answer? I don't know. I mean, well, but once again, you know everything, no, Mr. Wizard. I, look, I've never understood this. The situation is like, like for example, Barack Obama. His mother was white. His father was black. But yet he identified as black. Why didn't he identify as white? You know, I mean, you know, one of those weird things. You know, and you even- know, I posted something on your Facebook page, anyway, and I said, you know, that Obama was. President Obama was the first black president. And somebody commented, no, he was the first biracial president. Well, I mean... Te- what is that? Well, technically, that's true. He's the... He, I understand he, that, but he identified as black. I know, but but once... You know what? Here's here's the problem we've, we've gone into. And I heard somebody give a really good description of this the other day. I can't remember what station I was listening to. And it was all about tribal... Oh, uh, tribal identity. And the idea being is that on so many levels, we're tribal. Okay? And they talked about if you're in a public place nowadays, most people are wearing their mask, but there's one or two people that don't have the mask on. And you say, okay, we know where they're from. They're from the, the you know, the, the radical, whatever you want to call it, the radical left or the radical right. You know, oh, they don't wear masks because they don't believe in, you know, that there's a coronavirus and stuff like that. So they're, they're lumped into a tribe, okay? Once again, you and I talked about this yesterday, the Del Mar Divide in the St. Louis area. And even to the point where Steve Ellman, our county executive in St. Charles County addressed this at a meeting you and I are at, talking about how he actually showed a map. He had one his one of his on his slides on his on his uh, on his uh, presentation. He had driven he had drawn a line from Delmar, and Delmar ends. Um, where's Delmar end? Uh, Delmar doesn't go all the way. It, it, it's not like Olive or Page where it goes all the way out. Uh, it ends uh, somewhere before I can't remember where it's at. Maybe it's in in Ladue or something like that where Delmar ends. Anyway, the idea being if you extend that line out, it goes right through the middle of St. Charles County, at least the northern part of St. Charles County, and we don't have a divide in St. Charles County. And the idea being it's tribal. You know, people will, I, you know, I've had people say to me that lived like in Ladue and Frontenac and places like that, well, I, I, I never, I never go outside of the 270 circle. And then I've had people who say to me, I never go inside of the 270 circle. So once again, it's tribal. You know, I mean, you know, if you're a Republican or Democrat, it's tribal. If you're if you're Antifa or if you're uh, the Ku Klux Klan, it's tribal. If you're a Cardinals fan or a Cubs fan, it's tribal. And everybody has. And so what's happened is our country has been divided even more than ever in all these crazy little tribes. And if you were an African-American, you know, even to the point where I I read this story the other day where the guy was saying it was crazy. I'm going like, let me try to get my mind around this. He was saying all African-Americans are blacks, but not all blacks are African-Americans. And I went, huh? (laughs) You heard that? I haven't heard that. <laughs> and I read it, and I'm like, "What does that mean?" 
Well, what and see, this is the interesting thing because of the fact that, okay, if you say you're an African-American, which means you're from Africa, but now you're an American. And my point that is, and, and he sort of alluded to this too, there are lots of white people in South Africa because remember, South Africa had apartheid and the, you know, the Africans were the second class citizens and that was the whole Nelson Mandela thing. They threw him in jail and, you know, and the whites ran South Africa. So that would mean that if you were a white person from South Africa and you came to the United States and you became a citizen, you would become an African-American and you're white. Right? I mean, it was like, and the guy went. That's actually, when you think about it, that's actually true. So he went through all these different different permutations and essentially said, look at how things have been corrupted because they used to be called, you know, black people now or used to be called Negroes and white people were Caucasians. And then you had Asians and then you had American Indians and you had Pacific Islanders, but yet nobody uses any of those designations anymore. You know, and even to the point where he talked about, you know, I mean, what Joe Biden got in trouble for was saying that blacks are somewhat monolithic and Latinos are are all sorts all over the place. You got Latinos in in Florida who hate Democrats and they love Republicans because they came from Cuba. And then you got Latinos in Arizona who hate Republicans uh, because uh, Donald Trump stuck stuck up a wall. So, you know, and but yet he said that the blacks across the country have are, are monolithic and that, you know, that a black in in Southern California thinks the same way as a black person in New York. But that's not the case with Latinos. And I'm going like, man, this is just getting too weird and too strange. And I'm like, you know, I go back to Rodney King. Can't we all just get along? I mean. Can't we? Amen, brother. Can't we all just get along? Okay. Yes. Um, yes. Twelve. Uh, here we go. The smartest woman in, in the world. Twelfth Amendment in time for eighteen oh four election changed VP voting. Prior to that, second vote took the v- VP slot. So in other words, in other words, if you were and you were you voted for president, you had two people voting for you running for president. And Republican, Democrat, way back when, you didn't have that party. You had the Whigs and whatever they were. So the second person, uh, uh, so like if, if uh, uh, Millard Fillmore, and I, wouldn't, I can't remember, 1804, who would that have been? Would that have been, I uh, should know my American history, one of the, one of the Adams, uh, probably, uh, was that where she said prior, prior to? Franklin Pierce. No. James Buchanan, yeah, Abraham Lincoln. No, no, no. But this, this is prior to the 1804 election. Oh. So those those wouldn't have been in. So prior to the second, yeah. So that's the way it used to be. And you know the crazy thing about it was, do you know? Do you know like we now we elect senators like we've got this big, you know we don't have our Missouri senators up for re-election this time around, but a lot of states do. A third of the states have their senators up for election or re-election. Did you know at one point in time? that the uh, senators, the U.S. senators, were appointed by the states. There was no election for the senators. The state legislatures appointed the senators. So Josh Hawley wouldn't have been running for election. Somebody, you know, the state legislature, the Missouri state legislature would have gotten together and go, okay, we want to have, and see part of the reason that's what, I mean, there's this crazy thing that they talk about that they, I don't know if you've heard this thing where they want to divide California into like eight states. Have you ever heard this before? It's been a long time, but yes, I have heard that. And then the idea being that they say the Democrats would love that because most of uh, uh, California is now Republican. So essentially that would mean that if they uh, did eight states, that would mean that California would pick up 14 more senators, which would probably be all Democratic. And therefore, the Republicans would never, ever, ever, ever be in charge in the Senate. God, this is weird. And we can talk baseball. We can talk about how sad the situation is with the Cardinals. They've canceled more games. We can talk about the Pac-12 and the, the Big 12 or, or with Pac-10 or whatever the heck they are. They're not going to play football. And you know what? I have to be honest with you, Shelley. It just depresses the living snot out of me. It just does. You know? Oh, because the sports people aren't playing. No, it's just like it's just like it's like every time I pick up my phone and I look at something, some news item, or you know, that's this your or, problem. You're looking at the news. Just check it out on Facebook. <sighs> oh, look, it's six forty-one. Westplex one hundred seven point one. It is BS in the morning. Do you like that song still? Are you burnt out on that song, the Justin Bieber Intention song? Um, it's okay. You ever He's watch, not whiny. You ever there watch, are some that. Just too whiny, but gonna, no, he's he's okay. I was going to say, did you ever watch the video? No. Yeah, it's uh, it's about uh, 
charity and giving and things like that. And it's interesting, you know, it's message behind it. I think it's a positive message for Justin, who once upon a time used to, <laughs> what, was, what was the situation was where he went to some club somewhere. Just think about if that would happen now. Do you know the story behind this? He was at some club somewhere, and he they, they, they took him out through the, the, the kitchen or stuff like that, and didn't he urinate on the floor in the kitchen? Wasn't that the deal? <laughs> remember that? No. Oh, you don't remember that story? Oh, no. Oh, here, I bet you I can find it. I bet you I can hear it. Now, why would you bring that up? He's probably trying to not do it anymore. Urinate in the floor in the kitchen at a restaurant? Yes. Here, if I just He's type in... He's probably trying to get past it. If I just it type in... clearly not one of his finer moments. Justin Bieber urinate. Here, hold on. I can find it here. Um... Yeah, yeah, here we go. Troubled pop star Justin Bieber is still convinced he did nothing wrong by urinating in a mop bucket in a restaurant kitchen. The baby star hit headlines in 2013 when footage showed him relieving himself in the food preparation area in a New York City restaurant. <laughs> so, Wasn't he like 12? I don't know. 20, I mean, <laughs> you know, but see, the point 2013, being... 2013, that's seven okay, years ago. Now... He was twelve. Well, here, let me just let me just make my point how things change. Okay. Back uh-huh. then people were going like, Oh man, the guy's a jerk. He went into the restroom, I mean restaurant, and he and he relieved himself in a in a instead of go to the bathroom, he relieved himself in the mop bucket. Okay, now he would be arrested because oh my god, ah, 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 virus, virus, oh he's spreading the virus, he's urinating in a food preparation area. Oh right? Well that's just Nasty. Oh, I look. I don't know what he was thinking. Tell me about it. I'm thinking he was a child. Well, I totally totally agree with you. It's It's kind of it's kind of like um, President Trump's son doing the dab when he was getting inaugurated. Wasn't that what it was? (laughs) There's, you know what? (laughs) One of my one, you know, I'm I'm Mr. YouTube. Okay, I love all the crazy weird videos of like. There's a whole. There's a couple reels of them. Of like these, you know, public officials with like their kids behind them doing weird stuff. You know what I mean? I mean uh-huh. It's like I do. It's like that was one of them, and there's another one. I wonder how much trouble he no, got you know, in from you dad. Know what? It wasn't. It wasn't Trump's kid. It was. Um, it was. If it was. It, no, it was somebody. It was somebody. Wasn't it with Mike Pence? Wasn't it one of the. One of the 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 uh, there where they had the deal where they were they have a ceremonial thing where when the new house gets elected that 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 Mike Pence or you know I think that was the one where the kid was behind it doing the dab and 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 his dad I think that was his son. No, it might have. Hold on a minute. Here, here. You know, once again, here <laughs> the the amazing thing of the internet. All I'll do is here I'll put in Baron Trump. Dab. Let's see what comes up. Baron B A R O N Trump Dab. And let's see what comes up. Baron Trump. Baron Trump Wikipedia. Uh, I don't see it. I, I think it was Mike Pence, but it wasn't his. Not if his name was Baron Trump. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is it, that what you're thinking of. I'm trying to think of this. What you're thinking of is not uh, Baron Trump yawns his way through his father's speech. Ten-year-old Baron Trump yawns his way. Uh, impeachment hearing. Why Baron Trump may not be returning to school in the fall. Blah, blah, blah. Baron Trump. Uh, uh, Trump humiliation. Fourteen-year-old Baron is trait that will infuriate U.S. Baron Trump ten hilariously snatches his hand away from the, the mum millennia. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Did Baron Trump wear an I miss Obama shirt in this photo? <laughs> Hold it, hold it. Have, have you hold it? Have you here? This is oh, this is Snopes. I've never heard of this one. Are you ready for this one? Okay, let's take a look at this. Here we go. My tickle box. No, I know. A photograph shows. Okay, this is this is claim. This is a Snopes one. A photograph shows U.S. President Donald Trump's son Barron wearing an "I Miss Obama" T-shirt. Claim rating false, and it says in May 2020, an image supposedly showing U.S. President Donald Trump's son Barron wearing an "I Miss Obama" T-shirt was shared on the website Giller Vision or whatever the hell it is, and and it's Barron Trump shocked the world. Oh yeah, here it is. I actually see the picture. Here he is walking. Trump's in the middle. Melania's on his right, and or on Trump's right, or Trump's left, our right, and Barron is on Trump's left, uh, our you know Trump's right, his left. You know, anyway, the left to right, it's Trump, it's Barron, Donald, and Melania, 
And the caption of the picture says, Baron Trump shocked the world walking with Trump and Melania on Memorial Day weekend with a black T-shirt saying, I miss Obama. The Trumps know how to make news. The photo is going viral, as many Americans are saying they agree. And then the Snope says, this is not a genuine photograph. This image was digitally manipulated to add the words, I miss Obama to Barron's T-shirt. The original photograph was taken on August 18, 2019 and shown Baron Trump in a plain black polo shirt walking with his parents. And you know what's interesting? Um, have you seen a picture of him recently? No. According to this picture. Does he have black hair and tattoos and no, piercings? No, 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 no. No, according to this picture, August 18th, 2019, which would mean it's not quite a year old yet, because today is the August, what, 13th? So Today's the 12th. 12th. Yeah, that's right, 12th. You're right. Okay. He, I'm, I'm sorry, what? He is taller. What was I? You're right. He is taller oh. than Donald Trump. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he and Trump's not a small guy. Trump's like no, six, he's not. six, two, six, three, something like that. And according to this picture, he's he looks like he's like, I don't know, two, three inches taller than Trump. And well, and you go, Barry. And, and you know what? Melania's Dab away. Melania is a tall woman as well, too, although she's almost always in heels. But in this picture, it looks like Melania is as tall as Donald. I wonder how tall she is. Is she like is she like she's like five ten or something like that? God, you know what? Not it, if she has heels. Well, no, 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 no. She looks like the same height as Trump. He's six two. So if she had four inch heels on, that would make her that would make her like five ten, right? If she's the same height. That's true. I didn't I didn't know she was that tall, but yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, once again, my daughter, my daughter, who, you know, I tell you what, she just can't she can't wait to talk to me. On the radio. Okay, let's go. She just can't. <laughs> if I call her, I go, "Hey, Amanda, hello." Hello. Hello, Amanda. What do you What do you think about about uh, about uh, Kamala Harris? Hello. What do you think about the Cardinals not being able to play any games? Hello. Uh, Amanda, you have any uh, any uh, you know uh, opinions on anything? Hello. I guess she's not going to talk to me again this morning. Six fifty nine. Does, does that bother you when I do that? Every single time. Why is that? It's six fifty nine. Why is that? <laughs> we'll talk about it next hour. Six fifty nine. We'll talk about it off the air. Westplex one hundred seven point one. It is BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Seven oh seven. Okay, Shelly. You know me. I'm not the sports guy. So <laughs> I'm going to talk about sports for a minute, and you're going to roll your eyes. But I'm just bringing this out because a lot of people do enjoy college football. A lot of people do enjoy going down to Mizzou, and it is a fun time if you've ever gone down there for football. Uh, my favorite thing is we go over Mizzou game. You always hit Zaxby's right there at Stadium Drive in 63, but that's a whole other story, right? That's the only reason for going to uh, Mizzou, as far as I'm concerned. Go to Zaxby's. That's true. I know you do believe that. <laughs> okay, so the Big Ten and the Pac-12, and you're probably going, huh? You know, even me. No, I know what I know what it is. Well, Go on. But see, even me, I'm going like Big Ten, twack, twack, Pac-12, Big 12. Okay, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 won't play football this fall, this fall. Okay, but according to CNN, the Big 12, and I can't remember what, what Mizzou used to be in. Were we in the Big 12 or whatever it is? And then they, what they call, they call the Power Five. You know what the Power Five is? I do not. The Power Five is these, these combined... Leagues or associations, whatever you want to call it, Big Ten, uh, Pac-12, uh, Big 12, SEC, and there's one other, ACC or something like that. Those are essentially the, the power five. Anyway, uh, the Big 12 reportedly intends to play, and so the same, same situation with SEC at this point. So that means that Mizzou will have football. So you have some teams that will not be playing, and you have at least that's what is right now. Who knows what will happen, you know, in a week or or in you know by by eight o'clock this morning? Who knows what will happen? But I want to give you just a little bit of insight, which indirectly impacts me. At least it did of the trickle-down effect on this, okay? There's a company, started out as a small company, two guys, back, I want to say, what, in the, in the 70s. A guy by the name of Clyde Lear and a guy by the name of Derry Brownfield. And Derry was D-E-R-R-Y. And it was interesting, his name was Derry and he was a farmer. And he was not a dairy farmer, but it was sort of interesting. Okay, Clyde Lear 
was a graduate student at Mizzou, working on his master's degree in journalism, and Derry Brownfield was a farmer. And they came together and farmed a company called Learfield. Clyde Lear, his first, you know, first part of, of the, the, yep. the name Learfield is Lear, and Derry Brownfield, last part of his name was Field, so it was Learfield, okay? Started out originally doing news, Missouri Net, Missouri Net News, and then ultimately started doing advertising for the Mizzou Tigers. And ultimately, they got to the point where they got the contract to broadcast the Mizzou Tigers football games. Okay? You with me so far? Good for them, yes. Okay. Under the, uh, and, and Clyde, I, I do believe he's still alive, an amazing guy, very, very, uh, one of these people that I just have still to this day the utmost respect for. Under their guidance of Derry Brownfield and Clyde Lear, the company grew and grew and grew and grew. And they built a really beautiful building in Jefferson City. And at one point in time, I never technically worked for them. I had a joint venture with them. And I worked with the, the Learfield folks. I was not like an employee. I was like a business partner with Learfield, okay? And under some really smart guys, one guy, a uh, guy by the name of Stan Koenigsfeld, and another guy, I can't remember his name, my mind's going, really made that company grow. And they went from a small little company, literally working out of Dairy Brownfield's barn near California, Missouri, to a point where a multi, multi, multi-million dollar company. And to the point where they started out with Missouri Net News and Missouri Tigers football doing the, and they just did football originally, didn't do basketball. And they grew to the point where they had state news networks all over the place, Radio Iowa, Wisconsin Radio Network, and picked up more and more and more in sports teams, okay? The company has been sold a couple of times and merged, and now it's called Learfield IMG. And they have over, I believe, a hundred college football teams that they not only do the radio broadcast, they do the television, they do the digital, they do the premise advertising, you know, they do the dasher boards, they do all that stuff. Multi, 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 multi million dollar company, okay? They are in terrible trouble. Because Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Because guess why? Why? COVID? No college sports. Oh my, that's right. Because if, you, if they, because what they do is they're the the company that if you want to advertise in the Mizzou games, you call up Learfield. Hey, you know, like let's say you know, and and look at some of the you know, we did run the Mizzou games on 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 the AM station here on Crap, and if you listened to it, you heard Missouri Farm Bureau on there. You heard, um, you know, a bunch of different companies that were all throughout the state of Missouri uh, that advertised, and if and that was the whole idea behind a statewide news network, and then essentially a statewide sports network because if you're in Missouri and you have a business and let's say you have you know 50 locations around the state of Missouri and you want to advertise all 50 of those locations at the same time you'd buy the Mizzou sports package because that way you know everybody listens to Mizzou all over the country, all over the state of Missouri now some areas more than others obviously Columbia's huge um, and some of the smaller towns it's never really big being St. Louis which is weird there really has never been like a huge following of Mizzou here in the St. Louis area even though there's a gazillion Mizzou That's grads. because we used to have our own football team. Well, but even still, a lot of areas that have you know NFL and because you know college it picked team. up when we lost our football well, team. I, I I know, but still, once again, the St. Louis area has never totally embraced Mizzou sports, and to the point where you know Mizzou basketball, eh, most people don't even care about it anymore. You know, and even to the point where even we've got you know SLU playing basketball. Most people, they don't ever go to SLU games. You know, there's no real excitement with SLU games. And I hate to say that. There was for a while when, when Spoonhauer was, was running it. And then, um, and then um, God, I, I, I knew his sister. Um, what's, his, what's his name? The guy, unfortunately, who died of a heart attack or died of heart disease. He had to resign from the position. Anyway, the point being is that here's a big company. And I read this story the other day. And it made me feel sad because I still know some of the people that work there. And to the point where they got bought out by some big company, and and now they're 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 like in terrible shape because of the fact that uh, Learfield IMG they, they merged. It was like and and uh, here let me see if I can find Learfield IMG uh, problems. And I read the story that they're trying to get. Can't find that. Anyway, the idea being is that once again you would have never 
thought that because here's this this uh, this this monstrous company that grew from small you know uh, beginnings of you know broadcasting from a farm in mid Missouri. Um, here, let me read this. Uh, July third. South Street. Yeah, here's Learfield's response to COVID trouble dealing uh, some kind. Learfield IMG College, multimedia conglomerate that spent over the last decade to buy up radio marketing and sponsorship rights for top athletic programs, quietly approached several schools this spring amid the COVID-19 pandemic, asking for 60-day delays to make scheduled payments before the first fiscal year ended on June 30th and restructuring deals in ways that would reduce or eliminate schools' guaranteed rights fees, according to officials at nine schools that have partnerships with the company. Learfield IMG According to some of those officials who spoke to USA Today, sports on the condition of anonymity due to the sensitivity of the situation has even raised the prospect of drastic measures like activating force majeure clauses to get out of contracts if schools aren't willing to renegotiate. And once again, who, who to thunk? Who to thunk? Who to thunk? Who, right? You know, I mean, and once again, that's that. The interesting thing about this is is that I think you can appreciate this. We have a business. We have these radio stations we run. And what's interesting is that once you get into your position, my position, where we're dealing with these radio stations on a daily basis, selling advertising, promoting people's businesses, helping charities and things like that, if something that's totally outside of our control gets out of whack, it affects us all. Like for that example, so true. like for example, we are you and I have worked very hard for the um, Salvation Army. Salvation Army has pretty much uh, we do the bell ringing challenge, the mayor's bell, bell ringing challenge. We do the big uh, luncheon in November. That's always a big fundraiser for the Salvation Army. They do quite well with that. We have all sorts of business people and citizens, just private citizens, come to that luncheon. You know, spend their money, buy a table. You know, buy a seat at that table, and all that money goes to the uh, Salvation Army to uh, you know keep doing what they do. Cancel. We're not going to do that. It's gone this year. Um, you know, uh, who at this point in time, who knows what's going to happen with the bell ringing challenge? Who knows what's going to happen with the whole situation? They're not doing the bell ringing challenge. Well, don't don't know. Who knows? I mean, you know, because of the fact that that I mean, you know, everything's up in the air. And here's the deal: like with Learfield, where yeah. you know, once again, a company that I I I knew the I knew the founder of. I knew both. I didn't know Derry very well. I met him a couple times, but I knew Clyde. Clyde, you know, and I used to have great conversations. Clyde, you'd call me up and say, "Hey, Brad, whenever you're driving along I seventy, come on." down and talk to me, you know, and I'd sit in his office because I, you know, I was doing work with him at the time. I was like a partner in a venture, which we did. And, um, you know, I mean, a fascinating guy and hopefully he got his money out of the company. He doesn't have any position in the company anymore, but because of the fact that they're the big dog and they merged with IMG, I don't know how many colleges they have. Let me see if I can find that. It's, 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 it's huge. Uh, I'm trying to see. Um, NCAA basketball, Group 5 administration, reaching college. Yeah, here we go. Uh, Learfield College name has a familiar ring to college sports fans because one aspect of the company's business involves acquiring a school's local radio and TV rights and then arranging networks for the broadcast of the games and coaches show. The company also acquires the rights, school's marketing, and sponsorship rights, then bundles everything together, selling packages to the company that can include anything from ads during a game broadcast to signage in the stadium. After reported... Two billion dollar merger. And once again, I knew Clyde Lear. He started this company with Derry Derry Brownfield in his barn on a farm in mid Missouri. After a reported two billion dollar merger between Learfield and IMG College in 2018, which was only approved after a lengthy investigation by the Department of Justice into whether or not it would represent a monopoly, the combined company yeah. has become one of the most powerful entities in college sports. Its portfolio includes. 54 of the 65 schools in the Power Five, dozens more programs throughout Division One, and deals with the Big 12, the Big 10, and Rose Bowl Stadium. So this is a monster company that came out of central Missouri. Two guys, you know, a graduate student, you know, Clyde Lear, and a farmer who started this company, which now, you know, merged and is worth $2 billion, and now well, is in terrible trouble. Well, if they're worth $2 billion, again... Why are they in trouble? But they don't have. See, they see once again. It's not you, liquid. You value the company on the contracts they have, and see the problem there is oh, okay. if Got you it. if you have a contract with a school that you're doing the play by play of the football games, and there are no football games, you're mm-hmm. in trouble. 
And see, what they're saying is essentially the schools are saying, hey, we signed a contract with you, pay up. And Learfield's going, hey, we, you know, we signed a contract with you. There's supposed to be sports, and there are no sports. You know, so they're going back and forth. And you know what the force majeure clause is, don't you? I do, but I don't know how to put it into words. That's in almost every goofy contract, and that's the that's the escape clause that everybody's using right now. Essentially, force majeure, and this is the sad part of it. Is like, you know, like I don't, I, you know, I'm not a lawyer. Don't play, play one on TV. You know, I could, I could call. You know, I tell you what, I'm gonna call my, I'm gonna call my daughter and see if she can help us on this. Uh, Amanda, are you there? Why don't you just go ahead and call her, Brad? <laughs> Hold it. Oh, she won't talk to me. Okay, um, like for example. Those those businesses this past two or three days ago Sunday night into Monday morning the businesses that got that got uh, uh, you know uh, uh, pilfered that that were ransacked right in Chicago a yeah, lot of a lot of times if you read your insurance policy that's not covered it's not social disobedience is sometimes actually spelled out in the contract so if there's a riot oh, yeah. that arises, and your place is burnt to the ground, like even your house. Like, let's say a bunch of rioters would go through your subdivision and go, hey, that's where that chili bar lives. And they throw, like, you know, a Molotov cocktail, you know, at your dog. And, you know, and then your dog would partially catch fire and run through your house, catching your house on fire. And then your dog would go outside and turn the sprinkler on and, you know, and, and put himself out. But the, the house would still burn down. Technically, I don't think your insurance covers that. Thank you for that analogy, Brad. <laughs> that was awesome. Was that a good word picture? Can you imagine that with you know the riders coming down your street and Molotov uh-huh. cocktail and your dog gets hit by it and it's what's what do you call that? Is that fur on a dog or was that hair on a dog or hair of the dog? It's called it? fur. Called fur. Isn't there hair on a dog too? That's only what bit what the hair on the dog, the hair of the dog that bit you. Okay. And that's only for hangovers. So so. So under the disobe- uh, uh, civil disobedience or the force majeure clause, your, your house may not be covered. Don't you? That is a shame. Don't, don't, that don't. is a real shame. No. Because those people up there in Chicago, you know, they're just trying to get along. They're trying to run their business, you know, navigate this whole COVID situation that is... Did you, thoroughly messed up people's lives. Okay, and then this. I'm really with gonna, the rioters. They're I'm, not I'm peaceful really, protesters. They're rioters and they're thugs. I'm and re- I think that that's a shame. I'm really going to tick you off, but did you did you read the article I put on my Facebook page about what one of the Black Lives Matters spokesperson said about the riots in Chicago, where they went and and looted all those? Oh, is that when they they don't have a problem with the riots because that way the rioters people can eat right. and have clothes right it is was that what you're talking about yeah it was reparations essentially it was it was reparations for slavery it's slavery is that they should be allowed yes, to just yes, go yes. they should just go be allowed to steal stuff because they're getting paid back for being a slave okay and once again I say to you, as a woman, we're coming up with the anniversary. The anniversary is, what, next week, uh, a week from tomorrow, the 20th of August, the 100th anniversary of, of women being able to vote. Why aren't women protesting for reparations? Because if you go back to 1904, you know, you couldn't yeah, we vote. Need to shop. You couldn't vote. No, no, you couldn't vote. You couldn't vote. You know? Yes, I know. I mean, I, I, I know women. But now who, we can vote and shop. I know women who have told me that. When they were younger, before they got married, they couldn't get a credit card because you had to be married to have a credit card. You, a woman could not get a credit card in her own name. You had to what be... What year was that? Um, you know what? Maybe the smartest woman in the world will tell me because I know I know she probably uh, uh, understands that. And by the way, uh, here we go I again. I got a credit card. And my very first credit card, it was Sears, actually. Here we go. And that was back in the 90s, early 90s. Here's the official the official tallies. Melania is 5'11". Uh, Donald Trump at 6'3". And they're now saying that Barron could be as tall as 6'4". And according to the smartest woman in the world, the, the becoming the better looking of all the Trump boys. I don't know. I think all the Trump boys look good. Um, is the yeah, actor, he is kind of cute, though. 
downtown Chicago was not civil civil disobedience. I agree. That wasn't civil disobedience. That was just that was just. And you know how that started, Shelley? You know, once again, your wonderful Facebook that got organized on Facebook. Those people. I know you said that, and that doesn't surprise me. But what they're doing is wrong. I couldn't agree with you more because it's just it's just wrong. It's because you know, and then them not getting pro- not prosecuted, but. Um, you know, like taken into custody. I mean, they actually were firing at the police officers. Oh, Ed, well, he, here's the interesting thing. What we need to do is we need to, you know what? We should talk to Kathy Duck about this because I know she just jump on you know, every suggestion I have. She goes, Brad, that's the smartest idea I've ever heard. We should have a take a protester to a Chamber of Commerce day day where we would find a protester and say, hey, we're going to take you to our chamber meeting and we're going to show you how the dollar that one person person spends just you know moves right around this room i spend a dollar there's something wrong with my electricity i give a dollar to caleb hunter from extreme electrical caleb comes over fixes my problem and therefore my house won't burn down and my electricity works which makes me a more productive citizen and i go out and i do things in my business caleb takes that dollar and he pays part of that dollar and I'm talking about, you know, theoretically a dollar. Caleb pays, pays that dollar, part of that dollar, and he pays his employees. Those employees go out and they buy cars, they buy food, they buy, you know, all sorts of different stuff. Caleb, part of that money goes to taxes, and Caleb pays, he owns real estate, so he pays real estate taxes. Uh, if, uh, you know, to a certain extent, I don't know if Caleb does much with sales tax, if he's actually, you know, he might, he, that might not be applicable to him. No, it probably is. If he's like putting an electrical box in your house, I guess that would be subject to tax. Uh, so the idea being is that if something, something in that line of progression goes sideways, the whole thing gets screwed up, which is where we're at today. You know, all it takes is one stinking thing to, to go funky and everything goes to hell. By the way, thinking of that, I have a great idea for a a woman, a successful woman, to start a business. Why don't you tell me that after <laughs> our break? Because it's, it's seven twenty-seven. It's the world's best idea, and I already have the name and and the you know the website all picked out. And this would be for a woman empowering other women to start their own business. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> we'll do it coming up. Oh, my. It's going to be one of those, isn't it? You're going to love it. 727. That's who we are. Westplex 107.1. I am Shelly. She is Brad. Together, we're known as BS The Morning. BSTheMorning.show is our website. Website for the station is Westplex1071.com. That's how we roll. Uh, Shelly and I are talking about all the crazy stuff that's going on because of the uh, Charlie 1-9 virus thing, uh, about how uh, the Cardinals have not played what since today's, what, the 12th? They haven't played since, what, July, what's it say, July 30th? Is that what we came up with? July 30th was the last game they played, which I think was a Thursday. Yeah, pretty close, yeah. So as of tomorrow, it'll be two weeks they've not played. Um, uh, was it yesterday or the day before? Uh, Manfred, who is the uh, head dude uh, for the MLB, uh, Major League Baseball, essentially, hey, Cardinals, yeah, well, yeah, and yeah, things will be fine. you know. <laughs> and already, and I think one of the games that was canceled today was a doubleheader, okay? So think about that for a minute. <laughs> They would have to play three games to make up this one date. Get what you get? What I'm saying? If if a double do. if a double do. header gets yes. rained out, then they got three games they got to take care of. We're talking about the uh, football conferences. Uh, two of the big, uh, the, what they call the Power Five, are not going to play. Uh, talked about Learfield thing. Okay, here's my idea. And by the way, smart. And you know, it's funny. We had this discussion. I I said last break. I can remember when women. If you were not married, could not get a credit card. And Shelly, go, well, I don't remember that. Well, because you're, you're, you're young. Uh, I'm old. You know, uh, this happened in 1974. It was the Equal Credit Opportunity Act made it illegal to not give credit to single women versus married women. Okay? In my lifetime, you know, in 1974, I would have been 39. In my lifetime, there was a time when if I was a 21-year-old dude... Uh, back in 1974, I would have been 39 years old. I could have easily gotten a credit card. Well, 
even back then with my credit rating, probably not. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> legally, I would be, I would be, uh, you know, available to get a credit card. It may not been, I may not have qualified for it. But a woman who was also 39 and let's say never been married could not get a credit card. And you know, and once again, work. And see, I say the women should rise up and demand reparations because of the fact that they weren't... Because think about this for a minute. If I'm not mistaken, the black... the, when the After, what is it, the uh, 15th Amendment, which is the amendment that freed the slaves, 14th Amendment? I should know these amendments. I know some of them. I don't know all of them. And that's bad. I should know all of them. Anyway, the, the amendment that after, after the Civil War, which essentially uh, made the black person an equal citizen because up until that point a black person was worth three-fifths of a person did you know that crazy weird story i did not know that yeah it's i think it was three-fifths of a person that was actually in in legal documents um and and once again was that right no terribly wrong we look back on history and see that's why it bothers me that everybody's tearing down all these monuments because i get it you look back and you go like, what? It reminds us of slavery. Yeah, it reminds us how terrible that was and to never do it again. You know what I mean? I mean, like, you know, qu- qu- quite honestly, you know, like people talk about, well, would you put up a, a statue of Hitler, you know, in a, in a city park? You know what? Maybe it would be a good idea to put a statue of Hitler because you can go to that statue and say. No, it would not. No, 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 no. Brad. Just hear me out. You can go to that statue and say, that is evil right there that's evil we should never ever ever do that again Uh, because all the you know the the holocaust victims and everybody always refers to the jewish people he killed all sorts of great crazy minorities he killed you know uh you know albanians and armenians and gypsies and all sorts of stuff like that because they weren't german that was the whole thing he had to be that pure aryan race okay so my idea has always been and this may sound weird but I have always been a proponent of women, and I did this with my daughter. I would tell my daughter all the time, you are in a unique position in American history. You are in a unique position where, and I would tell her, I said, when I first got in the radio business, no no women. It was all men on the air, all men management, all men salespeople. The only women that worked at the radio station were secretaries and back office people. They were all the lower paid receptionists. They were all lower paid. Men were all making the money. Guy Phillips was on the air talking like that, you know, and my boss was bloody guy. I can't believe he said that, but it was all dudes, okay? And then within the span of 10 years, I went from working at the same radio station that had all men in charge, all men on the woman, and all men in the sales department to a wonderful woman by the name of Karen Carroll who became my boss and I learned so much from, and she totally changed the station. You know, made it into, programming-wise, a great radio station, which today, Y98, still listen to it. Great radio station. Very well done. It's always had great programming. Um, always been very successful sales-wise. Because of her, a woman came in, and she got rid of the good old boy club, and she changed everything, and she took charge, and she made it into a successful station. And I still thank her for the opportunity I had to work with her. There were guys I know. Matter of fact, J.C. Corcoran, who worked for her for a while, hated the fact that he worked for a woman would talk about it on the air you know he had this sound effect of like a of my like best a boy, my best bosses have been men well he I've had never had a good female boss well he had like a sound effect of like a dinosaur going like and, <laughs> and he would play that well the boss just called you know he'd play that all the time you know like i play things like like if i play things like oh that didn't work <laughs> let me try it if i play things like oh i'm a day late okay so Here's my idea, and I have an idea for, a, you know, the big thing right now is people teaching courses online, you know, teaching you how to do this. And once again, I say, you know, we don't need colleges. We don't need universities anymore. Just like Gary V says, the vast repository of knowledge is it's a secret. You know, he, it's funny. I think I've told you the story. He gets interviewed all the time, and people say, Gary, you know, you know so much about so many things. How did you learn that? He'd say, uh, it's a secret. No, seriously, tell me, Gary. Ah, uh, well, if I tell you, uh, it's just between you and me. Yeah, yeah, between you and me and our listeners and our viewers. Okay, here's how I know so much. G-O-O-G-L-E. That's my secret. If I want knowledge, I Google it, and their knowledge is there. So who needs libraries? You and I get in this discussion all the time. So here's my idea for a woman to start a business. A woman starting a business to teach what she does to other women and the name of the business is, ready for this? 
Are you ready? I said yes. I can barely hear you. I want I want to hear I want to hear resounding. Yes, Brad, tell me. Okay, yes, Brad, please tell me. I'm I'm just at the edge of my seat. <laughs> the name of the business would be and this is a woman starting a business where she's empowering other women to run their own business and be successful at it. And the name of the business, the name of the course would be You Don't Need No Stinking Man. Huh. What do you think? That's not bad. <laughs> and I could see this woman going like, yeah, I'm Jane. Yeah, you know me. I'm the lady behind the new business. It's called You Don't know, You Don't Need No Stinking Man. And women, yeah, we get it. You know, men are nice to have around, but you don't need them. You're successful. You're smart. You know, never has there been a time in history when women have had more more power and more opportunities. Look at this. We've got a vice. You know, we've got a you know a woman that's going to, could possibly be a vice vice president. And when Joe Biden falls asleep in the White House, you know she's going to be the president. You know, you don't need no stinking man. Yes, ladies, that's my business, and my business is making your business successful because. You don't need no stinking man. Can I use that as a tagline? Because <laughs> <laughs> I grow people's businesses and want them to be successful. Well, well, don't don't you? I, you know, I came Can I use that. that as a tagline? I'm I, not kidding. I thought to myself, that's the world's most brilliant idea. I mean, that's the that's the, the that's the smartest idea in the world. You know, you don't need no stinking man. You know, and and the idea being is, and once again, it's to the point where, like, if you watch Shark Tank, okay, and you got Barbara Corcoran on there, okay, Barbara Corcoran is, you know. Up there in years, Barbara Corcoran's younger than me. She's not as old as me, but she's not a young woman anymore. And she tells the stories. I've ever heard interviews with her. She tells the stories how she was discriminated against because she was a woman. And, oh, honey, you know, you'll never make it in business. And, you know, they got the oh, honey. Have you ever been oh, honey before Did, by a guy? Yes, I have. And it's not a good experience for a woman, is it? <laughs> when, no, he didn't do it again. When a man says, oh, honey, you know. Okay, so, so. The lady who's on there from 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 time to time they have as her guest on 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 uh, on on uh, Shark Tank the the Spanx lady you know what I'm talking about I do okay I can't remember her name uh, and then they have it's the Spanx uh, lady Lori that's what we all know her yeah as. Spanx well that's how I know her as the Spanx lady uh, and we're not talking S P A N K S we're talking S P she's she doesn't run a strip club over in Sage she's actually a very uh, a successful woman who came up with what do you what would you call Spanx is that like a undergarment kind of deal or what what would it is an undergarment and it's something that will uh make you lose your breath yeah what it does is it it, it sucks in the... it's, it's kind of like a uh like a medieval torture kind of well thing. in the old days it would be like a corset wouldn't that be like sort of like back in the day it would yeah, be like a corset yeah it's, where, it's a know. corset that goes that covers your butt well, and other parts as well, too. But uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Idea, Thank you for that visual. Well, I mean, that's what it is. So there's all these successful women out there. And once again, you know, to the point where, where I, you know, I think that, like, you know, I say this all the time. And I get people that look at me like I'm, I'm you know, full of BS, which sometimes I am, but never on the air when I'm on the air with Shelly. You, you get that look all the time, Brad. I say... You've heard me say it dozens of times. Whatever a man can do, a woman can do better. You do say that. Yes. And I, I and people are, yeah, right, you don't really believe that. I do. I truly do believe that. I I do. I I think that that if we had if we you know, if we passed like the thirty second amendment where no men can become politicians anymore and it's all women, we wouldn't have wars anymore. Because, you know, I mean, you know, the, the president, uh, you know, President uh, Harris would get on the phone with, uh, you know, uh, Vladimir Putin's wife who had taken over from Vladimir. And she would call her up and say, girlfriend, look, you know. Girlfriend. You, know, <laughs> you, know, you don't need no stinking man. You, know, you don't need no stinking man. You know, <laughs> Take it from me. Right, girlfriend. Give me a tribe. Right, girlfriend. You don't need no stinking <laughs> man. Tribe. Right, you know, and, and you know what? I know we got we got some disagreements, but you know what? Don't send those guys in with the with the guns and the uniforms. They're all just a no. bunch of jerks. You know, let's just get together. You and I, you know, we'll, we'll get together. We'll have we'll have wine, a little cheese, and we'll just work things out. Because, and I'm not making fun of women, because, but, but that's the difference. Now, we have manny petties. Guys would go, hey, you know, Trump would call up Putin to, hey, Vladimir, 
I'm gonna come over and I'm gonna flatten your nose and I'm gonna I'm gonna pull your arms off and then I'm gonna kick you so hard you're gonna have to clear your 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 throat to have flatulence. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's that's how guys would do it, and the women would oh, say. Oh, look at seven forty-five. Women would say, "Oh, girlfriend, let's 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 have lunch, right?" No, they'd say, "Let's have mani pedis." <laughs> <laughs> so every girl needs a mani pedi. There's my there's my business model. You don't need no stinking man. And I'm telling you, if a woman started doing that, and first off, first off, instant publicity. All you'd have to do is contact one local TV station. You know, a woman, hi, I just started a new business, and already I've got 100 clients. I've got 100 women who are taking my class. Oh, yeah, what's the name of your class? You don't need no stinking man. You don't need no stinking man. Yes, that's the name of my class. Our crew will be right over. We'll have a. You'll be. <laughs> what is your address? <laughs> yes, we'll be. You'll be on the six o'clock news and, tonight. And wear your best color. Right, and then and then two days later, the truck, you know, the satellite truck from NBC would be parked in your lot on your driveway, and the woman would be on with you know whoever's on the morning show anymore. I don't know who's on today's show anymore. And then the day after that, it would be the ABC truck parked in your driveway. It would be the Good Morning America people, and then it would be the CBS Morning News people, and then pretty soon, you know, you'd have like you know all the bloggers would be, hey, are you the you don't need no stinking man, lady. Oh, yeah, that's me. Oh, man, we want to do a 22-part feature on you. And then Wondery would be calling up and going, hey, are you the, you don't need no stinking man, lady? Oh, yeah, that's me. Oh, we'd like to do a podcast about you. Is that possible? And you know what? We, we, we're a little bit tight on budget. We only pay $10,000 an episode, and we could see this being at least a 30 or 40 you know, episode podcast. Would that be okay with you? Oh, yeah, I can, I can deal with $10,000 a podcast. Okay, fine. Our crew will be right over. What a lovely world that Brad world is. <laughs> no, it's, it's not my world. Se- now it's, it's 747. It's a woman's world. That's what it is. Some woman who's no, going to step Brad up to the plate world. and say, I don't need no stinking man. Westplex 107.1. It ain't me. 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 It's always you, Brad. Okay, ready? Here we go. I found it. Okay, ready? Hold on. Here we go. I'm going to play it. Batches. We ain't got no badges. We don't need no badges. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. <laughs> I can't believe you found that. You know what's interesting? What's interesting is he never says we don't need no stinking badges, which is what everybody thinks is the line. Here, listen again. Badges. Badges. We ain't got no badges. <laughs> oh, no, that's the wrong one. No There's some. <laughs> <laughs> That's some little girl doing it. Okay, this from we don't need her. The police. If you're the police, where are your badges? Badges. We ain't got no badges. We don't need no badges. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a whole. That's pretty hilarious. Here's I'm another one. Lie. Hold on. Here's a kid doing it. Here, hold on a minute. Here, here, hold on a minute. I got one aardvark, one flamingo, four porcupines, two armadillas, three badgers. Badgers! Badgers! We don't need a badgers! Where are you? What side are you on? Do I want to know? Is that YouTube? <laughs> I'm on the you don't need no stinking YouTube video site. That's what. <laughs> no, no. What is that? Well, but see, see, here's what's interesting: the line that everybody uses, badges. You know, we don't need no stinking badges. The, that came from the movie. It's not what he said. That's not what he said. It's funny. It's not what he said. And that came from, what is that from? Uh, uh, something, the, uh, the treasure of the Sierra Madre or something like that. It's an old, an old um, Humphrey Bogart movie. And what's interesting is, okay, I'm going to say something which, Humphrey Bogart. which people of our generation will get. 
and people of the younger generation will go like, and this particular scene where it's, and if you know the season, it's a scene, it's a bunch of Mexican, if you know the whole movie, I've never seen the movie, but I've read like the, you know, the cliff notes of the movie. Um, they go and they, they get a, a gold strike down in Mexico, and then the, 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 the bandits who are these guys, these Mexican bandits try to steal their gold, and there's a, you know, there's a, there's a showdown. And do you know that they were all white people dressed as Mexicans. Yeah, yeah. You know, with with the color and everything. Oh, well, hey, there's there's well, let me think who's the uh, who's the actor that I read recently about that that appeared, uh, you know, a white dude who appeared like in several movies as an Indian, you know? Yes. But but see, but here's the thing. I know that now you can't do it anymore, but to me that's acting, okay? Yeah. If I yeah. was a good actor, which I'm not, but if I were a good actor, if I could make you believe that I'm Ronald Reagan or are Elton John, and I can get the you know makeup put on, and I can talk like Elton John, and I can walk like Elton John, and I look like Elton John. Okay, am I being a bad person because I'm essentially you know uh, uh, mimicking uh, uh, Eric uh, uh, Elton John, or am I the world's best actor because I look, talk, sound, move like Elton John? Right. So am I a You're bad honoring Elton John? Well, that's what that's him. what I say. You know, I mean, you know, once again, and to a certain extent, the situation for me is that, you know, everybody's all bent out of shape, you know, about the, the kneeling for the national anthem. Okay? So if you Which go, I am one of them. Well, but, <laughs> but, but once again, though, think about that for men. Okay? Look at the context that's in. If I were to walk up to you and I will shake your hand, of course, we can't do that anymore, but in the old day, if I walked up and shake, shook your hand you would say, oh, okay, that's he's showing me a certain amount of respect. We've met, and he's shaking my hand. But if I met you for the first time, and I got down on my knee, and I took your hand, and I kissed your hand, would you say, wow, this guy has so much respect for me? Or would you say, this guy is about ready to have the police come get him because I'm dialing 911? Which would it be? It depends on the location and what what the uh, context of the the whole meeting of it was. And um, yeah, it could go either way, actually. Not going to lie. But once again, in certain religions, like for example, like the Muslim religion, what do they do? They kneel on the prayer rugs. In other words, kneeling shows they do. ultimate reverence. And even I'm not a Catholic, but isn't there part of the deal where you go up and you kneel on something, like at the church? Isn't that part of like the Catholic deal? You, you kneel on the pews, Brad. Well, they have little things that come down that you can yeah, just well, slide on and kneel on. Well, but 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 if you go up to the front where the priest is, don't you kneel down on something? Like when you go up to him? The same thing that's in the pews, Okay, yes. so like when you meet the Pope, isn't that what you're supposed to do? Aren't you supposed to kneel and kiss his ring or something like that? That I do not know. Okay, so, you know, I'm going like, okay, I understand that, you know, that Colin Kaepernick did it as, you know, as, uh, you know, as a protest. But I'm thinking to myself, okay, so... How do you unprotest the protest? Everybody does it, and then it's not a protest anymore. So when they play the national anthem, everybody gets on their knee, and Colin will go like, "Hey, hold on a minute! I meant that to be a protest, and you're doing it. You're you're diminishing what I did. Hey, dude, too bad. You know, you started a trend. You know, right? You know, like right now, Pretty the deal much, was, yes. Right now, the deal was used to be like eight months ago when you and I went to an event, like you know, a, a charity event or a political event or a chamber of commerce event. We shook hands. You put somebody put their hand out, you shook your hand, that's the way you do it. Now it's like the elbow thing, right? Okay, so do we say, well, elbows is disrespectful. If you tap somebody's elbow, that's disrespectful. No, it's evolved because we don't want to, you know, touch their greasy, you know, dirty hand, which has probably just been, you know, cleaning out, you know, their 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 litter box at their house with their cat, right? Oh, that was nice, yeah. <laughs> well, the elbow gets you at least three feet apart. Well, yeah, oh man, see. So it's half a social distancing. So it's a, it's a soda. It's soda, social, soda, isn't it? Social soda. Yeah, so yeah, soda, soda, soda. That's that's almost as good. I wonder if I can buy that, buy that domain name. Soda. Soda. Let me see. Well, let me see if anybody has S O D I. I bet you any money somebody already has that. S O. O-D-I dot com. S-O-D-I dot com. Oh, my God. It forwarded me to Shelly Barr's homepage. No, it didn't, because Shelly Barr doesn't have a homepage. <laughs> Sodai Scientifica, a division of Traffico, 
uh, Alta Tecnologica per uno mundo secura. So it has something to do with security or something like that. Saudi Scientifico. Oh, you know Saudi. what? Okay. I think it's I think it's a company that does. Um, da, 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 da. Oh, it's in, it's in Italy. Italia della categoria postazonia fizzazo, Mister Zorzi de Raffalago, Velocido Zotto, Servicio. You know. Uh, uh, you know, Servicio. You know. Yeah. La Mission della Nostrio <laughs> Divisione Traffico e Servizio Valero per Clientendo Dependentito. Whatever it is. Okay, so. I got one, one thing to leave before, one thing to say before I leave, okay? Okay. I've had a suck week so far, okay? Yeah. We had the problems yesterday with the storm on Monday night and the power out, and, and, and I've had nothing but computer problems ever since, okay? We're trying to sell advertising. We're trying to help promote your business, okay? We're here, and we're not from the government, but we're here trying to help, so... Buy some ads from us, okay? Yeah, help a small business. <laughs> a local small business is trying to help you grow your small right, business. Right, right, right. And and as Shelly would always say. Uh-huh. I heard, oh. I heard, I heard Shelly say it yesterday. She said, she looked at me and she said, man, I don't need no stinking man. <laughs> I did say that. But it's 8.03, so it's time for us to go. Everybody have a great, great day. Oh, Brad, 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 Brad. What? Guess what day it is. Uh, oh, by the way, first off, let me forget. Finish up our thing here. Uh, finish up our thing in that. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, July 29, 13 games postponed. Uh, her name was Susan Blakely. Susan Blakely. She's the Spanx lady. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that means nothing. But okay, good good for you, Susan. Thank you for um, you know, making a brand new fresh uh torture outfit. <laughs> Do you own Spanx? That's a little a, a private question. Do you, can I tell you something? What? I do. Okay, what is that to hold up your hernia? <laughs> <laughs> I I own I own Spanx. I do. Well, that's okay. Yeah. You, you know what she needs to do? There's some people that she needs to come, needs to come out needs to come out with a Spanx mask, and so that when they put it around there, she their, does. She does. No, I mean like. And when then it, it could like sit there and like give your uh, your face like you know it. it so flat, it, it could be a Spanx your, mask. Yeah, and flatten it your go face. Go all over your face, right. and it would like smooth out your wrinkles. Right. Well, and, and would squish your so you nose. Don't have wrinkles. Squish your on nose in, and your, make your, your face make your ears smaller. So that's how the Spanx mask. So if you got big ears, and you got a big nose, and you got you know big chin, you put on the Spanx mask and you take it off, and you got normal ears and normal nose and normal chin. What do you think? I think that's a great idea, and you know this. You know this whole mask thing yeah. is really bringing out the entrepreneurs. They're really working on different things to make the mask more friendly, and so they've actually made this little. It's like a little adapter that goes inside the mask. Yeah. So it gives you more room, like for your nose and your mouth, and it doesn't ruin your lipstick. Oh, I agree. You know, there's entrepreneurs over in the east side. I don't know if you heard this or not. That there's clubs over there that have big sign. You know, the strip clubs on the east side, Sage places like that. That said, it's a mask. You don't need no stinking masks to come in here. But then when you try to leave, you got to buy a twenty dollar mask in order to get out. That's what they're doing. Why would you have to buy a $20 mask to get out? <laughs> Never mind. 805.